Support for WSIU's In the Author's Voice is provided in part by listeners like you. To make your donation, log on to WSIU.org or call 800-745-9748. Thank you. Welcome to this edition of In the Author's Voice. I'm Jeff Williams. If you're looking for some summer reading to help keep the kids, as well as mom and dad, entertained, you might want to consider a new series from first-time writer and BBC radio host Simon Mayo. His debut novel is Itch, the Explosive Adventures of an Elephant Hunter. I recently talked with Mayo about the book and how he got the idea for the series. It was the phrase Elephant Hunter that actually spun it. Um... An element hunter is someone who collects the periodic table. And I thought, kids love collecting stuff. I mean, I don't know if you collected anything when you were younger, but, you know, you could, it's just an exciting thing to do. So as soon as I found out that no one had actually written The Adventures of an Element Hunter, I thought, that's a good subject. I'll grab hold of that. And it kind of took off from there. Itch is a story of a young lad with a rather peculiar hobby who finds himself in possession of some really strange rocks, uh, pick the story up for us. So he has this crazy hobby, right? Everyone else in the book thinks he's, he's slightly strange, which I guess he is. He's this 14-year-old boy. He goes to school in Cornwall in the southwest of England. He hangs out with his sister. He has a good relationship with his sister, who's 11, and his cousin uh, Jacqueline. So they're the three, the triumvirate at the heart of this story. And because he's an element hunter, he comes into contact with all kinds of weird stuff, which kids wouldn't normally uh, have and see. So he wants to add to his collection because that's what he wants to do. That's what element hunting is all about. And in the course of that, he gets hold of a rock. In the fullness of time, he gets another seven. And these rocks are behaving in a way which rocks have never behaved before. They are fiercely radioactive. They are unbelievably dangerous. And so all kinds of groups of people are after him. And he ends up being the most hunted boy uh, in Europe. And... Uh, yes, yeah, so he, he he basically wants to do the right thing. He has these rocks. He knows lots of people want them, but he has decided that he cannot trust anybody, and so he's decided that he's on his own. So the story is of this 14-year-old lad with this extraordinary nuclear startup kit in a bag. That's essentially what he's stumbled upon and how he works out what to do with them. That's, that's the story in a couple of sentences. With all the great possible storylines of a sci-fi adventure that that could take you as a writer down any number of different paths when you have young readers in your audience does that create certain responsibilities and uh, and expectations in your writing yeah absolutely and i know that there are eight nine-year-olds who are giving it a go and it depends on how good um a reader any child is and obviously you have a responsibility uh, to tell a story well, and you have to tell a story that they believe in, uh, and you cannot be irresponsible in the telling of that story. Um, but I think if you judge it right, and it's you know, and it's a thin line that you walk along. You know, uh, you have to make sure that it's exciting enough to keep a ten, eleven, twelve-year-old uh, busy in the pages of a book, and that's. And that's quite a challenge. You know, they have all the other distractions which we didn't have when we were their age. Uh, you have to keep them engaged. And if you can tell them a compelling story and tell it believably, um, then you've got them hooked. There is that extra responsibility to make sure that you are not giving them any bad advice. So when there's bad stuff that happens in the book, it is always told within a certain moral compass, of course. And... 
there are, wanted to, you know, we all had to make sure that that was done perfectly right. But it is an old-fashioned story of a boy trying to do the right thing with conflicting advice and a lot of danger just around the corner. He has to try and do the right thing. So in that respect, it's it's still quite it's a modern story, but it has an old-fashioned feel. I would say with so much science that is central to the storyline. Did you feel obligated to be as accurate as possible, or, or was this just an, an opportunity to take some really creative license and, and suspend reality? Yes, well, here's the thing. You see, that's a fantastic question because I wanted to make sure that the magic, in inverted commas, the magic of the book is real and takes place in the real world. There are no spells here. There's no vampires. There's no werewolves. All the stuff that happens really, really can happen in this world. So I wanted to make sure that uh, it was completely believable from that point of view. I'm not a scientist. I've worked with a couple of very eminent uh, chemists and nuclear physicists to make sure that if I say that there's a blue flame and white smoke, it is blue flame and it is white smoke. That if I'm describing a chemical reaction of xenon gas, which has been released into a car, that this is exactly the right thing. This is the right proportion. This is the effect that it will have. And xenon gas is an anesthetic, and that's how I've used it in the book. So I've worked very hard to make sure that the science, you know, if you have any scientists listening to you now and they get a little bit suspicious, they can rest assured that Professor Andrea Seller from University College London and Professor Paddy Regan, nuclear physicist at Surrey University, that they have cast their studious eyes over this work and they've given it a thumbs up. So, uh, so we're okay on that. Simon, now that you have Itch's first adventure under your belt, what's next? Yeah, I mean, the, uh, at the heart of the story is, so there's Itch, who's 14, his, his younger sister, Chloe, and his cousin, Jacqueline. And... I really enjoyed writing about them as the sort of the heart of the book. So the second book in the series, which is called Itch Rocks, has come out uh, in the United Kingdom, came out a couple of weeks ago. And I am deeply immersed in the plot of book three at the moment. So, yes, I had an absolute blast writing this. Uh, I loved every single minute of it. And I fully intend to keep on doing it as long as there's still uh, some interest uh, from people buying the book. So yes, uh, there are three and I think there are going to be two more after this. That's author Simon Mayo. His debut novel is Itch, The Explosive Adventures of an Element Hunter. The second book in the series, Itch Rocks, is now out at a bookstore near you. In the author's voice on WSIU Public Radio is a listener-supported service of Southern Illinois University, Carbondale. I'm Jeff Williams.